proud bisexual astrology influencer. Bye, bye, bye? Question mark? <laughs> It is hot by summer. Hot by Summer, the podcast. It's your one-stop shop for everything by with your host, me, Charmy. Everything from by news, by TV shows and films, by awakenings, and so much motherfucking more. So let's get into it. So let's start off with some hot by news. Hot by news. Apparently, straight people didn't know that Velma is a lesbian. And so that made news. I was under the impression that everybody knew Velma was a lesbian. Everybody knew that Velma and Daphne had like a thing going. There was a thing going on and Daphne was kind of like, she was giving very Libra energy where she would like flirt with Velma and then she would go to, uh, uh, what's the dude's name? I want to call him Frankie. (laughs) That's not his name. What is his name? Oh my God. I want to call him Frankie, but his name is not Frankie he's a white man, so he's he's easily forgettable. Um, but I'm going to find his name right now. Hold on. Fred. Okay, I was close. I was going to call him Frankie, but his name's Fred. Okay. Yeah, so I thought it was obvious that Velma was, you know, clearly a lesbian. But I guess straight people didn't know, and so now they do, and they're like, whoa, she's a lesbian. Wow. And it's like, Okay, (laughs) y'all did not read any of that subtext. I don't know. I think that's so cool about TV shows and like watching them and realizing that like queerness is a language in and of itself. Like we know astrology is a language in and of itself. If I say Gemini moon, we know what that means. You know, it's a language, but queerness is a language, especially in TV and film. And so it's just interesting to me that like we speak the language that straight people don't speak. And it's like some umbrella under code switching but we know we all know i mean velma was sexy to me like i growing up i was like she's like the nerdy hot girl you know i don't know i guess straight people didn't understand that or whatever but yeah velma's a lesbian daphne's bi um and we know this right we know this information uh next in hot by news i saw the woman king this past week. Nope, wasn't this week. Time is a construct. Last week. I saw The Woman King this past weekend, I think. I don't even know anymore. Um, your girl has been a little bit it's been a crazy little little moment, this 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 Mercury retrograde shadow period. But anyways, I saw The Woman King last week and great film, fantastic film. The Director is the same director who did Love in Basketball, and she's amazing. Like, I love the film Love in Basketball. Gina Prince by the Wood is just incredible and just an incredible director. And she wrote Love in Basketball and she directed this film, The Woman King. Great film. I felt like I was a million bucks watching it. Let me set the scene for you, okay? So I went to this film with a bunch of, like, black people, which I'm like, yes. I don't want to go to this film with anybody else. Nobody else. Nobody else. This is a us thing, right? Language, right? It's us. It's for us by us. 
somebody play Solange right now. So, anyways, I saw the Woman King during the Aries full moon. So it's already there's already this like horny emotional energy happening. And everybody know not everybody, but I know that Aries moon, people who have Aries moon placements are a little bit of hotheads. I woke up that morning and I was like, dang, why am I so angry? Um, I didn't wake up that morning and say that. I actually, something happened to me and I was upset about it. Uh, but anyways, there was already this like angry, sexy, hot energy in the air. And then I went to go see this movie and I was like, God dang, like it's so good. My one critique is that it should have been gayer. And speaking of that, let's 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 have a moment for Lashana Lynch. God damn. She is so hot in this film. I don't do spoilers. You already know I'm not a spoiler bitch. I've said this before. I don't do spoilers in this film or with any film. If I talk about a film, I'm not going to tell you everything that happens. All I know is that Lashana Lynch is so hot in this film. Like the moment she stepped on screen, she, first of all, Tell me why these – tell me – this is not a spoiler. Tell me why these people, they're all oiled up. They, like, trade oil and people. But they trade oil, and she's all oiled up. They're, I, I'm sorry, bro, but the moment she stepped on screen, I was like, God damn. She looked so good. I was so distracted. Every time she talked, I was like, what's going on? Because I don't – I'm looking at your abs and I'm looking at germs and I'm looking at your face. Like the face, the uh, bro, Lashana Lynch. So obviously I'm an astrology girly. I looked up her birth chart. Let me tell you what Lashana Lynch's birth chart is. Okay. She is a Sag sun, which already Sag is in my seventh house. So Sag, I don't know why I'm giving you this information. Sag is in my seventh house. So I'm destined to fall in love with Sag. And I have already fallen in love with Sag. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But she's a Sag sun, Aquarius moon. Scary. Emotionally detached. Won't text you back. Her Venus is in Sag. Texting multiple bitches. Texting multiple bitches. At 29 degrees, she's a Mercury and Scorpio, yum, delicious, and Scorpio Mars. I don't know what it is about me, but I I always know when somebody has a Scorpio Mars because I am immediately attracted to them. Like, I'm immediately attracted to Sag Sun, but that's not enough to keep me. Scorpio Mars, <laughs> look at your birth chart. If you have a Scorpio Mars, please email me at hotbysomeregmail.com. <laughs> no, but actually, Scorpio Mars is... Delicious. Another celebrity that has a Scorpio Mars is Brent Fias. He's a Virgo. Oh my God. I just love a Scorpio Mars. So, anyways, Lashana Lynch, hot by news, is the hottest person on the face of the planet. Uh, so that's all for hot by news so far. Uh, I also looked up updates for Brittany Griner um in Hot by News, and not much to report other than Brittany Griner is really sad. Apparently, she spoke with her uh, lawyers, and her lawyers are reporting that she is struggling in the Russian prison because, of course, she is. Uh, as per usual, I'm going to leave in the show notes a um, a petition to sign. Uh, 
at wearebg.org. Um, yeah, her birthday passed. No, her birthday is coming up. October 18th is Bernie Griner's birthday. So next Tuesday, um, she's going to spend her 32nd birthday in prison. So yeah, I will link show notes, actionable things to do in the show notes. Okay, so we're going to move on to the Astro Worlds. We're breezing past. <laughs> we want to get to the ghost stories. But before we do, we need to talk about the Astro World and what's going on in the Astro World. Okay, so first of all, I did not say this last time, but we're in Libra season. We are in the thick of Libra season. We're really in the thick of it. We are truly in the thick of it. I'm almost kind of starting to feel like we're almost approaching that that Scorpio season, though. Um, we're in the thick of it. We're here. We're here and we're queer and we're in Libra season. We can't make a decision. We're bisexual. We're, we're just, we're here in Libra season. On 1025, on October 25th, there is a new moon, solar eclipse in Scorpio. Dun, dun, dun. The astro girlies are going to tell you that you should be scared. Don't be scared. I think anything that happens that's astrological is not a reason to be scared. It is a reason to be introspective and to think about, okay, how is this going to affect me? Okay, so new moon energy, it's a time to manifest except not during the eclipse the eclipse is not a time to manifest it's just a time to take a break really be introspective and think about what's going on the emotional state during scorpio that scorpio eclipse it's going to be interesting but it's not scary it's nothing to be scared about don't let anybody scare you anytime you see a tiktoker an astrology person anybody that tries to be like oh, it's a time to be scared you should be scared run unsubscribe I mean, you don't have to block them, but like, it, it's an interesting story, but it's also just not true. You don't need to be scared of anything. Don't be scared. Um, 1028, uh, Jupiter enters Pisces. I know Jupiter likes Pisces. Jupiter and Pisces, they're besties. They're sisters. They love each other. So that's a really good time to not manifest because, again, we're in eclipse season. But it's a good time to really just like be in that exuberant, like powerful energy of like luck luck be a lady shout out to my thespians out there who understood that reference anyways on 1029 mercury enters scorpio that's my personal pl placement so if you have uh something to say don't say it just stew on it for years months decades maybe um, don't say what you feel, just, uh, think about it and stew on it and come up with scenarios in your brain. <laughs> um, that was a joke. Don't actually do that. Um, but you might be inclined to do that, even if you're not even trying to do that. So just be aware, just be aware. And on 1030, something is, re something really big is happening on October 30th. Um, astrologically, it is a huge pivotal um moment i typically didn't say don't be scared of times like this but on 10 30 it's actually a really big astrological thing that's happening that will actually affect everybody and everybody's birth charts so take out your birth chart right now um take out your calendar right now and mark it because 10 30 is my mother freaking birthday bitch one time for the birthday, bitch. Two times for the birthday, bitch. Um, what am I doing? I don't know. All I know is that I'm going to celebrate 
and have a good time. And it's Halloween-y season, so I'm sure there's something happening. But yeah, it's my motherfucking birthday. It's my motherfucking birthday. Motherfucking birthday. I'm very excited about my birthday. Um, LA birthdays are very strange times because you – like I want to say – the overall blanket statement during your birthday, you find out who your real friends are because who really shows up on your actual birthday is your real friend. And I wish I could say that blanket statement, but I know it's not true and I know it's not realistic and I know things happen and I've canceled on people and people have canceled on me. I made it a point a couple of years ago to go to every single one of my friends' birthdays. I was like, I'm going to go to every single one of these people's I was gonna say bitches <laughs> they're not bitches every single one of these people's birthday because when it's my time of year when it's my time of the birthday cycle you bitches are gonna show the freak up and guess what happened they didn't but I'm still friends with these people not because I think they're bad people they just lack planning skills sometimes and I don't know life happens things happen Birthdays are weird. They're strange. Somehow I'm really excited about my birthday this year because my expectations are very low. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's the key to having a good birthday is to lower your expectations and not even in a way that's like, wah, wah, I'm sad. Nobody's coming. It's not even that. It's just like I'm kind of here for the celebration. I'm here for like the year, but I'm also like I'm not putting expectations on my birthday. I had a Virgo boyfriend tell me this one. I forget which friend I told this, but I had a Virgo boyfriend who really wasn't my boyfriend. If he's listening, he'll be like, I was, but I'd be like, no, because you never asked me. Anyways, I had this Virgo tell me once. He was like, on your birthday, find one little small act of self-care to do. He didn't say it this eloquently. I'm saying it really nice. But he was like, find this one small act of self-care just for you. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. It can just be like you taking a walk, you getting yourself a little cupcake, just one little thing, like you getting ice cream, whatever. And just do it for yourself. And and that's what's, that, that's what's important. And I actually started doing that and it made my birthdays so much better because I was like, dude, like I don't need to have a whole party with a bunch of people showing up or not showing up or people getting too drunk, whatever, you know, it's just for me. It's my little act of self-care to celebrate myself. So yeah, a huge astrological event going on on 1030. Uh, so highly recommend you Send me money. I will actually, that's what I'll do. I will link my motherfucking Venmo, Zelle, Cash App in this thing. So if you want to send me a birthday present, if you've resonated with this podcast, if you've resonated with any of the content that I put out online, which I hope you have, but if you've resonated, send me some money for a little matcha, an oat milk matcha. Um, okay, moving on to buy recommendations. So this week, I watched Love in Basketball. <sighs> Y'all. It's so good. It holds up. It is just such a good film. It's just, it's so beautiful. And I remember watching it as a kid and being like, wow. Like, actually, I was really more, I resonated with so much of it. But, like, as a kid, 
what I found the most significant that stuck out in my mind is like upper to middle class black people. I just like I would I know it's capitalism and I know it's blah, 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 blah. But I would always just aspire to like, I don't know, have two parent households and like, you know, something about that really. I was like, it was just comforting to watch. I just, it's just a good film and they go to college and they go to USC and they fall in love and they fall out of love. And it's just like, they have such a messy relationship. I mean, I guess my only, again, same director as The Woman King, but my only thing is, my only critique is it should have been gayer. Could you imagine Love and Basketball being with, okay, like let's say it starts off, she's with this guy, right? With this guy, Omar Epps, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then she falls in love with somebody on her basketball team. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know this is what I needed or what I wanted or what the universe had planned for me. But it just happened. So she falls in love with her. Right. And then she's like, "Okay, like maybe I want to have a baby. I'm going to have a baby with this guy. And it rekindles a relationship. I'm always pitching movies. So (laughs) I stay pitching movies. Anyways, Love and Basketball is amazing. And Sanaa Lathan. Dog. Looking at those pictures of her, I was like. Mm, you look like a girl who would have ghosted me. You look like a girl I would have cried in the shower over. Um, she looked so good. She was fine, 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 fine. The pretty, the pretty, the pretty. Anyways, um, Sinai Lathan is just so beautiful and so perfect. But her in that role specifically, I'm like, <laughs> that's my type. Like athletic, stemmy, black. Mm, delicious. Uh, I also watched Scooby-Doo, the Scooby-Doo movie, because I was like, let me just rewatch it, because now that Velma's on everybody's lips, now that all this this lesbian talk is on the lips of the straights, let me rewatch it. And I did, and I was like, this was actually good. Like, those movies used to be good back in the day. I think too much money got involved, and bad writers got involved. <laughs> but it movies used to be good, even if they were kid movies. They, like, really held up. By held up, I mean kind of held up. <laughs> but Scooby-Doo movie in particular it was really good. Also, like, Daphne with the fashion, she was a fashion girly. Like, she was with that purple dress and those, like, go-go boots, those purple, like, fake, like, plastic leathery, like, fake leather, like, boots. They were purple? I was like, okay, that's a fit, girl. She was pulling outfits, like, boom, boom, boom. She had the same, like, color scheme, but she was pulling outfits anyways. Um, shout out to Scooby-Doo. That movie was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. Okay, so now is the time. Now is the moment. We got to get into the ghosted stories. Okay, so before we get into the ghosted stories, let's just talk a little bit about why I thought about this. So I was supposed to go on this date with this girl who was a Taurus, okay? Met her on Bumble or Hinge or something. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But I was supposed to go on this date with this girl, and she was cute. You know, I was like, okay, let's see what happens, whatever. And she was supposed to text me, and like an hour, like let's say 30 minutes goes past, an hour goes past, two hours. And I'm like, what's going on? And I was like, am I being ghosted by this girl? 
So I'm like in the shower. Was I sober? Nope. I'm in the shower. <laughs> and I'm like, dang, I just got ghosted. That's so crazy. Like I wasn't even like sad about it. I was like, that's crazy. Wait a minute. I got ghosted during spooky Yuki season. Wait a minute. This is like, this is like some sort of spooky ooky type. This is artistic. Wait, I got to talk about my ghost stories, my ghosted stories. So I got a bunch of ghosted stories from people who followed by astrology and also maybe my friends. I actually don't know. It's all anonymous. I don't know who submitted. I have not a clue. Not a clue who submitted. But I know there's zodiac signs. I know there's sun sign and another Venus sign. But we're going to get to the ghosted stories. But I thought it would be nice if I talk about my own ghosted story. So I guess I was ghosted recently. Actually, she texted me later and was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I have this test, blah, blah, blah. You know, the excuses. Always with these fucking excuses. If you know where that's from, you're a real one. <laughs> you're a real one. Um, but she texted me later and she's like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Taurus, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I really wanted to go home, blah, blah. I was like, okay, whatever. So I was thinking, okay, who have I ghosted and who have I been ghosted by? And the list really just goes on, <laughs> goes on and on. And right now, I have a lot of perspective because, I mean, I have a lot of perspective because. I personally am, like, very detached from the idea of, like, one thing has to mean everything. And, like, I – but I didn't – I didn't always used to be like this. When I first came out, if somebody ghosted me, I, like, took it so personally and it would happen so often that I was just, like, at a certain point, when is it not about me? And I'm, like, I think it's – not at all about me. If you have ever read the book, The Four Agreements, I know, I know it's cheesy. It's very cheesy. I'm sure you've heard it from every other spiritual baddie bitch on the internet. But if you have not read that book, it seems silly. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I heard somebody reading from it. And there is this really beautiful agreement called Don't Take Anything Personally. It's like one of the Four agreements, like always do your best, don't take anything personally. And there's a, there's two other ones because there's four. But the one that really sticks out to me that I would honestly get tattooed on to me is don't take anything personally. I actually have a quote of that on my wall. And I have it on my wall so that whenever I'm feeling personal or whenever something happens to me that I low-key, I'm like, this does not have a jack squat to do with me. I look at it and I think to myself, man, like, why am I taking this personally? Um, highly recommend reading that book. But I try to go and I try to live by this idea that like less of this has to do with me. As a Leo moon, it's quite difficult to be like, oh, this doesn't have to do with me. Um, but as a ever-changing, transformative Scorpio, I'm like, girl, get over yourself. Don't take anything personally. So I thought I was ghosted by this girl recently, but I wasn't. Maybe I was. Honestly, I looked at my text messages and she said she would text me this week and she didn't. And I did not give a crap. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I guess she didn't text me. Um, other people, I'm like, you won't text me. But for her, it was just like, I, I don't know you. I, I, I honestly think when it comes to ghosting, personally for me, 
I project this whole story of who I want this person to be, want us to text in a certain way. If it doesn't happen, I get really sad and heartbroken, but it's like, no. So let's just, let's, 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 let's cut the shit, shall we? <laughs> let's talk about me getting ghosted for the first time as a baby gay, like three years ago. So I was seeing this girl, I won't say her name, but she was an Aries. And she's like, I really do not identify with being an Aries. I really identify with my cancer moon. And I was like, safe. You are a safe bet because I had previously been seeing this Sagittarius who was really fun, but like off the rails, like off the rails. And it was fun. It was just like a lot. And I had just like things had just ended with the Sagittarius. And so this Aries, me and these fire signs, this Aries was like, hey, like I really don't identify with being an Aries. I really identify with my cancer moon. I was like, okay, then you're safe. Astrologically, you're safe for me. Psych, bitch. <laughs> Astrology was like, the astro like bodies were like, this is funny. Watch this, watch this girl crumble. Um, but I was seeing this girl, we went on about maybe four to five different dates. And I was very quick to romanticize this person that I don't think she was all that. I don't want to say special because I'm sure to her family and friends and people who know her, she was super special. She just, I actually, while I was seeing her, I was kind of like, do I like her? I don't know if I like her. And what I found is that I really just felt a connection with the fact that we were both bi and we were both kind of just on this journey. And so I saw this TikTok later on that was like, don't get chemistry and like, what's the word? Don't get chemistry and your, com like not compatibility, compatibility slash chemistry. Don't get that confused with somebody that has like similar issues as you. And I don't know how to put that in a way that's more eloquent, but basically we had a lot of similar things where, you know, we're both had a lot of like femmes, by, you know, grew up, she grew up less Christian than I did, but like grew up in these small towns. And I thought that meant chemistry, but actually it was just like, it wasn't chemistry. It was just like shared experiences. And I was like, oh, um, so that's a whole conversation. But anyways, the whole time I was kind of like, do I like her? I don't know, but I like the idea of her. We had been on a bunch of dates. We did this picnic date. We went to a picnic um, to a park in LA called Burnstall, Burnstall Park. Cute park. If you want to go on a date there, you should. Um, if you're in LA, go to that park. It's a very cute park. It's very busy in the summer, but it's very cute. It's great to see the sunset and the views and everything. And I could tell something was off with her that day. This was our last day. I could tell something was really off, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And she was like looking at my phone for something. I was like putting something in my phone. We were researching something or something. And she saw her name come up and by her name, I had put a bunch of emojis and like hearts and stuff like that. I used to do that all the time. Now I don't save anybody's name in my phone um, if I'm dating them. Like I only will save your name if you give me red you, – you give me – oh my gosh, 40 and slip. If you give me green flags, like green flags, you get a letter. You get another letter. You get another letter, whatever. Um, but I had was like – I was like, I really like this girl. I'm going to give her all these emojis, da, da, da. 
So anyways, I could tell something was off during our picnic. I got her flowers. I planned this whole thing. I'm a Virgo Venus. I am going to wine and dine, bitches. Wine and dine, bitches. Um, and then she just stopped replying to my messages. And I was so sad that this Aries had, like, stopped. And I was like, what's going on? And it was, like, one-word answers. I was like, what's going on? So uh, eventually I just was like, okay, I got to rip the Band-Aid off. I texted her. I was like, hey, like, I noticed you're not really texting me as much as you usually are. Like, what's going on? Do you know this bitch goes, oh, dating is really not a priority for me. Then why are you on a dating app? Then why did you go on dates with me? Why did you ask me on multiple dates? Why did you show interest in me? Like, huh? Anyways. The kicker of this story is not that she, like, kind of Casper ghosted me. Like, she was a friendly ghost. That's not the worst part. The worst part about this is the fact that this girl kept looking at my stories. Why would you ghost somebody and then look at their stories? I don't understand that. If somebody knows what that is, maybe another Aries can understand this. DM me. Let me know. Like, what was that? If I ghost you as a Scorpio... If I ghost you, I'm gone, bro. You're not even going to see the ghost. You're not even going to know what hit you. You're going to go to message me and be like, oh, she must have took down her account. Like, that's me. Why would you ghost me, say you're not interested in dating, and then keep looking at my stories? I don't know. That was my ghosting experience that was kind of sad. But I have also ghosted people. So I get it. But also, I don't know. Ghosting is weird. (laughs) I also have like a funny ghosting. That one's actually kind of sad. That one actually really broke my heart because I was just like, dang. Like I went to my bathroom and I just started crying. I was just like so sad that this girl had ghosted me. But honestly, when I think about it, when I really, 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 I'm like, okay, investigate. What what, what was really going on, Charmy? Like what was really going on? If I'm being really honest with you, what truly was going on is that I really needed this white queer to accept me because I wanted to be queer enough. And I thought being queer enough meant that a white person is attracted to you or a white person likes you or a white person is in a relationship with you or a white person reposts you and is like, I'm proud to be with this person. Like that's what I thought validation in my queerness meant because I had seen so many like influence queer like influencers who are in relationships where now I'm like, wow, they're really dead behind the eyes. Like you could tell, um, But I just thought that that's what that meant, you know? So that's my ghosting story. One time, this is a very random ghosting story, that I ghosted this person. So that girl ghosted me. That Aries ghosted me. One time, I was at Gay Ass. That's a whole other conversation. But one time, I was at Gay Ass. (laughs) And I was already dancing with this girl. And it was like a fun fun little time, right? This girl swoops up behind me. And I'm like, okay, let me throw it back on her. So I throw it back on this girl. (laughs) And then I turn around and I'm like, I, you know, drunk goggles. You're like, whoa, do I like this person? Is are they hot? I don't really know. Anyway, she was like, let me get your number. Like aggressively, like, let me get your number. I was like, okay. Um, 
And then we started talking a little bit, but I was like, I don't know if I'm feeling this. I'm not feeling the juices. I'm not feeling the juices. The juices are not feeling. And then she sent me a picture. (laughs) She was like, I really like eating. I'm like, you like eating? That's like being like, I like breathing. Breathing is so great. I never understand when people are like, I love eating. Like, okay, well, eating is a part of life. So I don't know how you like it. I mean, or not like it. It's like neutral because it's what you have to do. But anyways, she's like, I really like eating. Look at this plate of food that I have. And this girl sent me a picture of her low vibrational hood rat plate. (laughs) And so I ghosted her. I wasn't really feeling it anyways. And she was also aggressively like going after me. And I was just like, so that was one time that I ghosted somebody. Now, Let's get into your juicy little motherfucking stories. So I started talking to this girl I matched on Tinder with. She's cute and smart. She had a boyfriend and made it clear she was dating for herself. No shade to all my poly sisters, but I shouldn't have done that being new to my identity. It was my first queer situationship, though, so I should have been more careful. First queer situationship is the the motherfucking (laughs) earth-shattering Like, it's earth-shattering. We talked every day, and I caught feelings because she took me on literally the first date I'd ever been on. She, We hooked up for the first time one night when she had an argument with her boyfriend. Major red flag. Also, when I went, he was there for a while, and, he seemed, and it seemed like a unicorn setup again. Triple red flag. We talked more after that but less over time and eventually she got married to the boyfriend what (laughs) and mentioned she wanted to lose weight which okay health journey but she said she wanted to look good for her husband and i said your partner should support you and love you regardless of your body and she ghosted now she's divorced and has several girlfriends what (laughs) what that is wild also trust your gut Trust your gut. Anytime you feel like something is off, it's because it is off. It, it's you're you're not. Don't second guess your your instincts. Okay, so this next story says, I was seeing this guy for almost four months, and I thought it was moving towards something more serious. He called me his girl, introduced me to his friends and family, and we talked every day. The whole damn the whole damn thing. Anyways, one day. He just straight up disappeared, stopped stopped responding to my texts, and blocked me on all social media. I texted him a few more times, but eventually gave up because I figured I'd been ghosted and my feelings were hurt. Found out a couple weeks later, he had a new girlfriend, was posting all over his IG. The best part is I gotten him concert tickets for his birthday with the assumption I'd be going with him. Nope. He brought his new girl instead what jerry springer this person didn't say jerry springer i said jerry Springer. this is some maury type mess so not only did i get ghosted i lost two hundred dollars on tickets for a show i didn't even get to go to that's wild also who was the artist but oh my gosh that's wild that's wild oh my god Wow. Okay. (laughs) Wow. I have so many questions that won't be answered, but mostly you should invoice him for $200. Oh, brother. Okay. Next story. 
He seemed so eager to see me again. We had Thai kissed like lovers do first date. I don't know what Thai kissing means. I don't know what that means, but I guess it's first base. So kissing. He was an Italian man born and raised in France and Tahiti. Okay. And an astrophysicist ghosted me. Oh my gosh. I texted him what happened. And three months later, he responded with, oh, sorry. I went, to Fr- I went back to France for a while. My bad. The fuck? <laughs> This is, that's ruthless, actually. That's deeply, profoundly ruthless. Like, tell people, tell people. This is getting spookier and spookier by the story. Okay, next story. Using code names because it's confusing, read without. Oh, they're using actual names. Okay, I got to change the names. Oh, shoot, this is Josie. Was ghosted on Hinge by Hannah. Let's just say Hannah. Didn't think much of it. I know I'm a catch. A few weeks later, a girl I hooked up with, Sarah, came up and told me she saw me on her girlfriend's hinge. A, I didn't know Sarah had a partner. Some messy lesbian shit here. Hannah ghosted me. B, Hannah ghosted me because she wasn't single, but also because I'd already hooked up with Sarah. That is messy. That's so messy. Ooh, that's juicy. Okay, next story. So there was this girl I met at some event once. We weren't really talking, talking, but did exchange messages sometimes. And then I noted her, noticed her replies to my stories were getting juicier. Ooh, she's saying what she like, hot, hot, hot. I don't know why I just ruled thinking about that. <laughs> Anyways, so naturally, I decided to meet up with her. We lived in another city, but... That didn't stop me. I went to her city, agreed time and place, agreed on the time and place, something all with this grammar. And when I got there, she texted me, uh, so sorry, but I can't make it. Have a nice day, though. The audacity. This is what this person is saying. The audacity. I mean, I did have a nice day just without her, but I still don't understand what made her do that. <laughs> this one had me cackling. I, like, the fact that she's like, have a nice day. And you were like, yeah, I did. Just you weren't there. <laughs> That's so funny. That's wild. Okay. This is probably the juiciest one. So get ready. Strap in. Put your seatbelts on because there's an Aquarius involved. I started talking to this really cute guy. Red flag number one. They didn't say that. I said that because red flag number one. I started talking to this really cute guy in Aquarius. So I knew better but he had a gorgeous smile and i'm a sucker for a gorgeous smile also there are some bi cues in the bio so he really had me lol you know bi guys are elite so you're right i was super it it was super engaging because i have social anxiety and i'm pretty antisocial. but i work really hard to come up with interesting questions etc and he was honestly a super dry texter so i asked him straight up if he's usually like this I have a Sag moon. We love a straight up Sag moon. And he actually took accountability and said he guessed he was blah, 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 and he was hurt, which I understand. I don't understand. How are you hurt by somebody asking you why you're a dry texter? Okay. Anyways, because I thought, because I could have phrased the question in a kinder way, but the fragility really came out. Yeah, like I'm confused. He ghosted me after that. It hurt a little, but it wasn't that serious. I've been the ghoster before, so I didn't take it personally. Ding, ding, ding. That's the right answer. It was obviously a him thing. 
The thing is, I recognized him because I went, we went to the same high school and we had a few mutual friends. So it was cute for a second because I asked him about it and he confirmed, I'm really picky when it comes to the people I allow in my life. Same. And I don't usually match with a lot of men because they don't meet my standards and values. That's hilarious and so true. I'm sorry, that's so funny. You're like right off the bat, yeah, they just don't meet my standards and values. Like not only standards, morally, morally, and we all know it's true. We all know it's true. Anyways, I make things really clear in my profile, lol. So he had been a fun surprise because I didn't believe we'd match. We called, he called pretty, which duh. He called me pretty, which duh, Libra rising. Oh, okay, yeah, you are pretty. Bye, fat femme with septum piercings rise up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and it made me giddy. I realized I was still placing too much value on men's opinions of me, though. Despite not caring about other people's perceptions of me, I'm still unlearning to I'm still unlearning. Unlearning, comma, to dissenter <laughs> the male gaze. But that shit runs deep and I do like them. So it's hard, same. The good news is I'm vibing, but I did take a break from Tinder again because I prefer scenting myself, especially because I'm young. And this is the time to keep learning about myself and putting myself first. All women and femmes deserve that regardless of age because this brain is not fully developed yet. I value the love I have for my friends more anyways. Always have, which is something I'm really proud of. Shout out to queer love and friendship. That was so beautiful and so insightful and like so self-aware you say you're young but you know some things i wish i knew these things i used to just be like i'm all in but i love that you a didn't take anything personally b were like i've done this before so i know it's not personally and also i'm hot goodbye like iconic iconic behavior okay the last one is probably One of my favorites because the red flag is in the first sentence. You ready for this first sentence? You ready for this first sentence? I dated someone. A libertarian. Ugh. Period. End of discussion. We already knew where this was going. Why? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you. If you're listening right now, why did you think that was a good idea? In what world would that have been a good idea? I'm going to just, sorry, I'm just confused. Anyways, I'm going to go back. I dated someone, a libertarian, ugh, for two months, and he ghosted me at the end of those two months. We had arguments about whether or not to believe women who accuse men of sexual misconduct or assault. What's the argument? Like, I'm, I'm sorry. What? I love how the previous story was like, yeah, men's standards and values just, they don't meet my standards and values. And this one's like, yeah, we're arguing over whether to believe women. Huh? I should have dumped him right away. Yes, you should have. But you know, I guess we're giving you grace. I don't know why, but we are. (laughs) When he pushed back against the Me Too movement, what? He was to, but not all men. Okay. And I should have paid attention to his giant red flags. I thought about sending him a glitter bomb to his office after he ghosted me because I hate him so much. Now, the glitter flag, the glitter, glitter flag, I'm so gay. The glitter bomb, I think, I think that's an open invitation. I think you should still consider that. 
That's coming from a petty Scorpio. I think you should still consider that. But why? I want to say, why would you stay with this person? I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I used to do very similar behaviors. People would be morally just not in alignment with me at all and just on some other stuff. And I'd be like, it's fine though, right? It's fine. It's fine. I just want to be loved. It's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. And if you learned anything from these stories, if you learned anything at all, it is that if you have a red flag about somebody, say it, say it, say it. But that was our ghost stories, y'all. Dang, those were spooky, yuki, dooky, chooky, chooky, looky. Those were some spooky ghost stories. Those were really spooky. I think the spookiest is the libertarian, honestly. That is some spooky shit. Also, I love that, like, he probably on the first date was like, I'm a libertarian and I understand the government should be separate. Like, right from the beginning, because he thought he was, like, so smart. Um, dang, these are spooky. Definitely the spookiest was the libertarian. But my favorite has got to be this, this very, like, wonderful person that was like, I'm unlearning a lot of the male gaze stuff and friendships are better and I'm a Libra rising, so I'm hot. Bye. Like, iconic behavior. Truly iconic behavior. So those are our ghost stories, y'all. They're freaky, leaky, shiki. I hope you don't get ghosted, but I also hope you don't have a fear of being ghosted because quite frankly, let's let, let's keep it a hundred. A hundred bucks. Let's keep it a hundred bucks. Being ghosted is not, I used to think of it as like my biggest fear in dating. Like, oh my God, someone doesn't like me or they think my breath stinks or I'm weird or whatever. Honestly, facing facing the music that not everything has to do with you is probably the most empowering thing you can do when it comes to dating like going into it and being like I'm here for the story I'm here for the moment if I get red flags peace out but I'm not going to take this so personally because like our Libra rising friend who told us the ghosting story centering friendships is really the most iconic thing you can do in this economy put it on a shirt put it on a tote bag put it on a tote bag you know I'm speaking facts right now you know that you know that it's true Centering romance and relationships is so wild to me. And the way I used to do that for a good juicy decade, a good juicy decade. But now that I'm going into another decade, I'm not going into, I'm in that other decade. (laughs) But centering friendships is so beautiful. Last night I, okay, so I'll end with this story. I got a disposable camera from the right down the street from my place and I was like I'm gonna take this all along with me and like I got the pictures developed and I saw them yesterday and it was so iconic to go through every single one of those pictures and first of all it looked like classic beautiful grainy like it's very iconic pictures um they're amazing but what's really beautiful is that I took a a bunch of pictures of all my friends throughout the summer on this disposable camera And nothing really can replace friendships. Truly nothing can replace friendships. Like, sure, I can say, don't take anything personally until I'm blue in the face. Like, I'd be like, oh, you know, ghosting isn't that bad. Actually, it is. It's cry in the shower worthy. It sucks. But truly, like, I dare you to ghost me in this economy because I've got the baddest, 
bitches as friends that'll be like, don't take it personally. Oh, you're so hot. Oh, you're so thick. Oh, you're so, you're great. You're good. You're cool. We're cool. Like, it's good. You want to go on a date, girl? Let's go right now. You and me right now. And that is truly the most iconic thing about being a queer person is that queerness is outside of the world in which we are told exists. Like we, we, we exist on a different plane. Like time is a different thing. Dating is a different thing. Love is a different thing. It just exists on this other level. To me personally, it feels like a heightened level. So if you're listening to this and you were ghosted, okay, you were ghosting McGhosted. ghosted, just know you are truly and deeply worthy of good things, right? We know this. We know this to be true. But also, ghosted is not the biggest thing in the world. I mean, not – I mean, I don't want to, like, say it's not the biggest thing in the world. But it becomes smaller and smaller when you start to take into account that, like, friendships and loving yourself – I know it's cheesy. I know it's cheesy. But honestly, when you get to that point where you're like, no, 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 I'm a bad bitch – Regardless, if you're in my life or you're not in my life, I'm going to stay a bad bitch. So on that note, thank you so much for listening to Hot by Summer. Come back next week for some crazy tea. And thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.